The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. January is that time of year when we look ahead, many of us making plans and New Year resolutions. But one thing for certain is that homelessness is going to remain an ever-present crisis in the coming year. Our reporter, Josh Crosby, has examining, been examining the homeless outlook for 2024. He's with me now in the studio. Josh, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Uh, record numbers of homeless yet again in the latest figures. Unfortunately so, Pat, yes. In November, there were more than 13,500 people accessing emergency accommodation. Now, as I always say when we cover this, that, that that's the official recorded number of people who are noted as homeless. That, that data was only published on Friday, so it's the most up-to-date information we have. But today we're looking ahead to, to what is coming down the tracks. Will this number rise? Will it stay much the same? Or, or will we see a dip? One of the most useful ways of, of projecting this is by gathering the number of eviction notices being handed out in the, the private rental sector. Because really, a large chunk of those who are using the beds in emergency accommodation have come from the private rental market. Many, through no fault of their own, have been given a termination on their lease and then once they're out there trying to find a place to rent, they're met with the barrier of, first of all, finding a place, then finding a landlord who will accept HAP or trying to afford the rental costs. Now, one of the intriguing things is that people are being evicted and that is terrible. But at the same time, that premises then becomes vacant and somebody moves into it. You know, so there's kind of musical chairs going on. Other people will come in, uh, maybe family members who are living somewhere else, the house doesn't get knocked down. No, no, but I suppose as, as you cover on many topics on the show, it's the supply, isn't it? The, yeah. It, but that supply then remains, it, it, the, the vacated premises remains available in some form or other. So the number of premises does not go down. No. But different people might be occupying. And the affordability. Yeah. So, so look, I got in touch with the housing charity Threshold and we can reveal here now on this programme this morning that there are almost 1,200 people facing eviction over the next few months. Threshold provided me with a full breakdown of when the tenancies will be coming to an end and the reasons given by the landlords. To give some more details on these figures, I met with the CEO of Threshold, John Mark McCafferty. Now, John Mark says these termination notices will have a direct knock-on effect on the number of people becoming homeless. We can see that right now, this is a snapshot, this is dynamic, it's ever-changing, but right now there are just over 300 notices of termination where the lease will end for the tenant in January, in this month, during this month. What do these graphs and bar charts tell us? Like, like there's a household behind each number? Yeah, so, so each of these cases, if you like, are a household, are a family or an individual. So they are looking at their tenancy ending, being evicted, the landlord finishing that tenancy. On the basis of of what we can see, those notices of termination are actually compliant with the law. The landlord can do that. Either an individual or a family with children who have to find alternative accommodation, who may have to move to a different part of their city, their county, a different county, in order to try and find housing, alternative housing. Many will be unsuccessful in finding alternative housing because of the lack of supply. And you can safely say that some of these evictions, there'll be a direct result straight into emergency accommodation? It's highly likely that a portion of those households will find themselves in some form of emergency accommodation because it's highly unlikely that all of them will be successful in securing alternative accommodation. And how do you project this going over the next few months over the course of the year. With the eviction ban being lifted, are we going to see more of this? It's really hard to say. It's been very challenging for private renters whose uh, landlords have approached them and said that they are ending the tenancy. And it's more difficult than it was, say, five years ago, because five years ago there was a lot more accommodation available. 
That's John Mark McCafferty from Threshold. So those evictions are either taking place now or are about to take place over the next couple of months. What are the reasons why the tenants are being asked to leave? Well, there are multiple reasons, but the most common by far is that the landlord plans on selling up. We can see from the data that 910 of these evictions have been put down as the property is going to be put up for sale. The next most common reason will be that the landlord or a family member is moving in. This makes up for 180 notices of termination. There are other reasons given then, such as rent arrears and renovations, but these evictions give some indication of the pressures emergency accommodation is going to be under. And we know also with inward migration, 100 140,000 people coming into the country over the course of 12 months. So there's pressures coming from all angles. I've been meeting with those who, who are studying different housing models and policies from around the world. So it was interesting to hear how they envisage the year ahead off the back of the most recent homeless figures. Dr. Lorcan Sir is a senior lecturer in housing at TU Dublin. He says local authorities should be given more responsibility to be able to deliver housing in their own areas. Unless we see more social housing and affordable housing increase, we're going to find people, you know, remaining in the private rental sector if they're lucky enough to be there. And of course, the biggest cause of homelessness is eviction from the private rental sector in itself. So there are issues with the private rental sector that if we don't address, it's likely that we won't address the cause of homelessness either. So unless we see that change, I don't think we're going to see the trend change in homeless numbers throughout the year coming. There are solutions out there and there are things that we could do. Housing first is more like we're going to house you first and then we'll deal with your, your other issues. And we do have a housing first offer in the housing agency which is doing great work their target is for 264 housing first allocations per annum until 2026 that probably needs to go up exponentially but that's a a great idea that probably could be expanded uh, across greater numbers greater ambition and greater resources and the the other kind of ironic thing that we have is in the social housing process so when local authorities go to build or approved housing bodies go to look to build housing they have to go through a very onerous bureaucratic system it's called the four stage process with the department of housing like we have a fast track planning system for the private sector who want to build housing of apartments but we don't have a fast track system really for local authorities that want to build social housing so I think that needs to change ultimately unless we see the causes of homeless change the trend will probably continue Yeah so just on the trend you project that in six months time we'll be talking about record levels Well you know going back to 2011 homelessness is up over 350% unless we have a change in our approach to the delivery of housing and particularly the type of housing that we're delivering I can't see this trend changing a huge amount in the near future They should be reconfiguring their emphasis on certain schemes and models Well, I think there's been a huge emphasis over the last five or six years on very expensive build-to-rent apartments, apartments to rent at, you know, two, three plus thousand euro a month. That's not what we need. What we need is, you know, you measure your housing success, your housing policy from the bottom up, not from the top down. And that's housing lecturer at TU Dublin, Dr. Lorcan Sir. It's interesting, you know, there is a whole cohort of people who in the past would have expected to be housed properly by a local authority. And instead, they're you know, getting HAP and going into the private rental sector. And that's just, it's wrong. I mean, that all this money's been thrown at the private rental sector, which could be used properly to build accommodation. And that asset would be in the the possession and ownership of a local authority. Anyway, what is the government saying it's doing to try to reduce the levels of homelessness, Josh? 
Well, we do know the budgets there are increasing each year when it comes to homelessness. In Dublin City Council alone, if you take Dublin, there's a budget of 301 million euro allocated for homeless services, which is 61 million more than last year. That means that more than a fifth of the council's 1.3 billion euro budget for this year is to be spent on homeless services. The Department of Housing responded to my query on the homeless figures and I was told that through the tenant in situ scheme, which was introduced in March last year, a target of 1,500 properties were acquired and it's extending this scheme now into this year. This is meant to prevent someone who's received a notice to quit from being homeless through the acquisition of their, their property by the local authority or the approved housing body. I've also been speaking with Professor of Social Policy at Trinity College, Ono Sullivan. Now, these figures and how he projects the numbers are to go over the next year. Professor O'Sullivan says many families are remaining in emergency accommodation for longer than two years, particularly in Dublin. The flow of adults into emergency accommodation doesn't change that much. It's fairly steady. And what we're seeing in those monthly figures is that it's now reflecting the fact that the, those people that are entering emergency accommodation are now staying there for much longer periods of time. And that's particularly the case in Dublin. And that's really what's pushing up the monthly figure. A very significant number of people exit emergency accommodation to the private rented sector, often with the support of what's called the homeless HAP payment. The difficulty is that the private rental sector is also the biggest driver of entries into emergency accommodation because people's tendencies have been terminated. You've been examining this area. Is there a certain model or a certain scheme or a certain template that the government should be focusing on or, or fast tracking in a way? I suppose the key thing, and there's nothing particularly novel in this, is the provision of good quality, affordable social housing, either provided by local authorities or approved housing bodies. While output has ratcheted up very considerably, we're still playing catch up from that period of time when we had stopped building. There's no magic bullet. It it is simply more and more affordable social housing. Households that exit emergency accommodation to that form of housing, to social housing provided by local authorities or approved housing bodies, are rarely likely to return to emergency accommodation because it's it's good quality, secure accommodation. And and I think what we'll see next year, we we do know, one fact we do know for next year is that local authorities collectively will need to spend about €450 million providing a range of services for homeless people or people experiencing homelessness. But the bulk of that funding will be on emergency accommodation. So we need to be able to shift that funding that we're currently spending to ensure that people don't end up on the streets. And that's Professor in Social Policy at Trinity College Dublin, Owen O'Sullivan. Some of the comments coming in, a factor that's never mentioned is that when a landlord sells uh, the building they're now in, taking that money out of the property market, whereas they previously would have reinvested somewhere else, perhaps, in the property market, with no new landlords coming in, that money is now out of the market instead of trickling down to builders. Uh, Why are people not being evicted? Is it because they're not paying rent? Josh, you have the figure on that. It's uh, it's not most of the evictions we're talking about. We're talking about... Uh, yeah, by far, the, the most common reason would be for selling. For selling. Yeah, by yeah. far. And then the second most common would be for the landlord or, or relative is moving in. And then other there things like renovations, renovations and all of that. Yeah. But it's not a major factor. Uh, I've tried everything not to evict my tenants, but I'm sick and tired of the RTB. So I'm seriously considering selling up. That's from Peter. Uh, The politicians don't get it. Small landlords are leaving the market because of the continuous erosion of their rights and the fear of losing control of their property. And the recent eviction ban has simply accelerated the exodus. That's uh, from Ed. Uh, I mean, that is probably a factor that if there is a sitting tenant regime introduced by this government or by a future government, that effectively uh, someone who owns a property will lose control of it. Now, they'll get a rent, but they lose control of 
what happens to that property. As our pension properties became vacant, we sold them because we're worried how Sinn Féin will treat private landlords. That's from JK in Waterford. Uh, why is the government so opposed to modular housing, asks another. Uh, the problem with the private rental sector is that government policy and the RTB disregard the small landlords' rights resulting in the mass exodus. Now, we've heard from the academics and the charities. What about the, the homeless people themselves, Josh? Yes, Pat. So it's good to have the statistics when we're doing something like this, to be able to see what we can expect over the next few months. As John Mark from Threshold said, there are over 300 evictions coming into force in January. But then if you look ahead towards the following months, there's an average of around 200 per month until it starts dropping off at around June. But then that's likely due to the, the tenants not receiving their termination notices yet. But when you're doing something like this, it's trying to give projections. It's important to hear from those who are actually walking this life. I met with a man who wanted to go by his nickname of Mousy. He's been home for 15 years and he says he doesn't feel comfortable in the emergency hostel so he's sleeping rough and his partner has a child on the way as well. I asked him what life is like at the moment and what his plans are for the year ahead. He says it's difficult to plan while also having a health condition. My kidney is failing. Listen, I have to sleep right on a cold ground. I have a reflux kidney. Look, I just got out of hospital there the other day. Look, there's the oak. Look. Now you can see that and you I can, can, see, it, see, it, I can see, see it in the radio. Yeah. And do you ever Moment. go into the hostels or emergency? See, I was in there and I got stabbed. They're banging up needles, everything into their arms and all. You know what I mean? I went to treatment for six months. I was clean, right? They put me into a hostel that was full of drug addicts, right? And they were all needling and all. I went straight back on drugs. But 15 years now in and out of homelessness? 15 years. Looking ahead now to this year, what are your plans or what are your hopes? I might be alive, but my, my kidneys fell. I have a girlfriend that's three months pregnant and they won't give us a bed together so I leave her into the hostel and I sleep on the streets you know and I mean? are you afraid you might not see your child yeah uh, I'm, I'm paranoid down my head that won't see my child you know what I mean and that's the God on his throat like, you know what I mean? and are, are you doing it to try and yeah I, I was in all about you listen they're all using I'm not a user I don't use drugs you're taking every day as it comes every day as it comes yeah because listen I don't know if my kidney will fail tomorrow and I'll die because I'm on a kidney transplant list and I know for a fact that I'm not going to make it possibly. And with the cold weather, like, are you going to try, you gonna try, get, try find a place that might be suitable for you? Yeah, but I, I tried it. I, like, I tried it last last 15 years going through. You listen, all my family's dead now. Like, I've basically no one. And that's one story from the many stories of the homeless on the streets of Dublin. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am. On News Talk.